This is the old trailblazer, and this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer. I'm so happy to be back with you folks. I've been here a long time with many of you. Some of you maybe just tuned in for the first time. I'm getting letters now and emails from folks who say, I just now heard you broadcast. Well, we're all over the radio on uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday, from early in the morning till late at night. About 100 radio stations, the old trailblazer. You write me, I'll send you a log. Maybe you have someone in, in the city that uh, you can find out. We have a broadcast there, and you let them know. But I'm so happy to be with you folks. And we're bringing you these studies on blood in the Old Testament. The blood, my friend, is the main theme. Did you know there's no salvation without blood? No, you say, well, I won't have your old blood and guts religion. Well, my friend, you'll never be saved. I know that we're living in a day of apostasy. I know that the that the religious world has what I call gone to the dogs and the dogs wouldn't have it. But we have a, a social religion now. We have just a, a socialized religion. Folks are uh get along the brotherhood of man and the fatherhood of God and, and everybody everybody does what he chooses to do and pleases to do and we have a feel good religion. We have a little a lot of little ninety day wonders in the pulpit. And they don't know anything about salvation. They've never repented. They've never been awakened to the fact that they're a lost sinner. And no sinner ever comes to Christ until he sees himself lost. That's one of the foundation truths of the old trailblazer broadcast, that every sinner who ever gets saved comes to the realization under the Holy Spirit that he's a sinner and that he has no hope except in Christ. But that's what we've been speaking about in our last study. And I was talking about folks that, that tell me they want to be saved, and I, 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 I'm trying to, trying to enlighten folks that Christ died for sinners. You a sinner? Christ died for you. You a sinner? Christ died for you. But I tell you this, he's your only hope. There's no hope in good works. There's no hope in the church. There's no hope in the pope. There's no hope in the, in the uh, washing your feet washing. There's no hope in that. There's no hope in speaking in tongues. There's no hope in those things, my friend. No, no, they just those folks are just 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 deceived. That's all it is. Now I want you to look at this great truth. Uh, didn't get to it in our last study. Uh, not only was Christ crucified according to the scriptures, but he was buried. The scripture says, and he was buried. There are three great truths, three great facts that stand out in the gospel. Now you get it. First, Christ died. The second. He was buried, and then that he arose. Yes, he was buried. They took that body down from the cross, carried it there to the tomb, put it out of sight. In the tomb, Christ became our scapegoat, our scapegoat. You ever, you ever had someone describe how they did? Nicodemus and Joseph took the body and prepared it for burial with the spices and the things that they did. They wrapped that body, they cleaned it, got all the blood, old dried blood, and all the crud off of his body, and uh, took it and washed it clean and wrapped it in white linen, clean white linen, and uh, from the neck down to the toes. And they put layers of, as, as they wound that sheet there, cloth around, they laid in ointments and spices and those things and to preserve that body, keep it from smelling. And they wrapped it and wrapped it and wrapped it, all except the face. They didn't do the face. And they carried it in that grave, in that tomb, Joseph's tomb. Wasn't that good? You ever think about old Joseph? Uh, we don't know much about him. But he offered his tomb. He had a new tomb where no man had ever laid. 
and they carried that tomb, carried that body to that tomb, and they lay it on a on a platform that they had in there, a slab, and they put a napkin over his face, and they put a, a, a stone to the door. Now, my friend, to a lot of folks back there, that was the end of Christ. That was the end of that imposter that they call Christ. That was the end. No, my friend. No, my friend. That was the beginning. That was the beginning. Christ's life on this earth is not our salvation. Surely he did all of those miracles and wonders and things. But his life was not our salvation. It was his death. If Christ had not died, did you know that Satan uh, did his best to kill the Lord at his birth? But the Lord didn't let him do it. He came on. He tempted him several times. But his, he, he, he thought he had the victory when he was crucified. When he was crucified, old Satan was chomping his bits, licking his chops, thinking, now I've, I've, I've succeeded. You know what the aim and purpose of Satan was and is? To be like God or to be God. He said, I will be like God. He was in the Satan. Let's, let's get this truth before we move on. Satan was the highest of the created angels in heaven. He led the worship. He was the most beautiful thing that ever was, ever laid eyes upon. And he led the, the angels in worship until sin entered into him. My friend, I don't understand everything I know. I don't understand a lot of things, but the Lord has a purpose. The Lord never does anything uh, by mistake. He never does anything on the spur of the moment. His, his thoughts are planned out. And sin entered into Satan. And he said, I will be like God, or I will be as God. And the Lord cast him out. He and one-third of the angels in heaven. You say, well, old trailblazer, you're just a foggy-eyed old fool. Well, let me be a fool for Christ's sake. I know what the scriptures say, my friend. If you don't believe the Bible, I have no message for you. You might as well go on outside and go to digging taters or something. If, I, if you don't believe God's word, and that's what it says, that he aspired to be like God, and the Lord cast him out, cast him out, and he cast him into this earth. The stratosphere, this earth, is Satan's territory. It's his headquarters. That's why every prayer that you pray has to go through Satan's territory, my friend. It does. Think about that for just a moment. But here he was, here he was, the Lord buried, our Lord buried, there in the tomb. Everything was gloomy and dark. Everything was sad. The apostles were defeated. They were defeated. And listen, but all our sins were laid upon him. And he took them there to the cross. Why? Why did he take our sins to the cross? He paid every, every sin was paid for. And then they took that body from the cross, laden with our sins, and carried it and buried it in the tomb. Christ was God's divinely appointed scapegoat. You know, we've been talking about the scapegoat in the wilderness where the priest laid his hands upon the horns of the scapegoat and confessed the sins of the people, and it was they were forgiven for another year. Well, our Lord did that, only his was forever. He took all of our sins. He took all of the old trans, tra, trailblazer sins. Can you imagine that? I make the statement here oftentimes, and I stand by it, that there's not one sin registered against the old trailblazer in heaven, not one past sin 
not one future sin, not one present sin. And yet, the old trailblazer knows what a sinner he is. But I'm a redeemed sinner. I'm a washed sinner, washed in the blood. I've been born again. I've been washed. I've been made a new creature in Christ. But listen, the Lord Jesus Christ took all of our sin. Does that sound like sweet Jesus to you folks? You know, I have friends and loved ones who believe that all salvation is, 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 is talking about sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Do you folks who hear me over the radio, do you understand that, that, that this world uh, is on a toboggan slide to hell religiously? Our, our, our churches, masses of churches, many, many, many thousands of churches and thousands of pastors on Sunday morning and Sunday night and other time make this statement. Come on down to the front. Shake my hand. Give your heart to Jesus, and you're saved. You want to go out into eternity on that, my friend, and say, well, what else is it, Trailblazer? Oh, my friend, have you, ever, have you never seen yourself as a sinner? The Lord only died for sinners. He didn't die for good people. He didn't. He died for sinners. He paid for sinners' death. The debt. He paid that sin debt, my friend. But look, I know I know where we are, and I know that it's just a consummation of the ages coming up. The times are ripening. The, the Bible says when all these things begin to take place, look up. What things is he talking about? He's talking about the uh, frivolousness of our ministry. He's talking about the the uh, lack of lack of uh, old time Holy Spirit conviction, the lack of repentance being preached, the lack of of the new birth being sought out by individuals. Folks, folks, you ask folks today, have you been born again? They look at you like you broke out of the zoo. They do, they do, my friend. The greatest thing in this life. Listen to me now. The greatest thing in this life. I've often made this analogy. If you if you met uh, the Queen of England, you never would forget it, would you? You'd always know about it. If you met any great high king or potentate or whatever, even the President of our United States, you'd never forget it. But my friend, you tell me you know the Lord and you don't know how to, you can't talk about the Lord. You don't know what he's done for you. You don't know why you trust him. That, my friend, you're not saved. Salvation is a no-so. It's not a hope-so or a maybe-so or a think-so. Well, I joined the church I've had folks tell me, my friend, over the years, well, I joined the church when I was three years old, five years old. I was sprinkled at baptism. I made a first communion. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? No, it's not enough. It's not enough. That's Satan's trick, my friend. We're going to get into that before long. I'm hoping to bring a series of messages on Satan himself. Oh, my friend, Satan himself. He's the prince and power of this earth. He is the he is the, the on the throne of this earth, my friend, and he and he does as he pleases. And his main purpose and aim is to keep you blinded and keep you lost and keep you confused, and to keep you thinking you're saved, thinking, uh, believing uh, the lie. Satan can't tell the truth, my friend. He can't tell the truth. No, he's a liar and the father of it. But my friend, the old trailblazer, my heart longs after you. My heart is desirous after you. I want you to be uh, hidden in Christ, that your hope that you can look up, that you can go out on the back porch at night and the shade and the stars is out and sit there in the quiet of the evening and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me, just an old raggedy sinner like me. 
just an old uh, whoremonger like me, just an old harlot like me, just an old rabble-rouser like me. Can you do that, my friend? Well, I don't call me a sinner. I have folks write me and do that. They say, don't, Trailblazer, don't you call me no sinner. I'm not no sinner. Well, you won't never get saved if you don't see yourself as a sinner. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish I could sit down by your side, drink a cup of coffee with you, and we're coming down to uh, close. It won't be long. We'll close out this series on the blood and the Old Testament. But I wish you would write me, let me hear from you. And if you can, help me with the broadcast just a little. I have folks send me a dollar, five, twenty, whatever, and say, put that on the broadcast, Trailblazer. And that's what we do. Every nickel, every penny goes into getting the word out. And remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 